Hello, welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Yeah, 
Oh, God, thank you. You know, just think about the worst thing that has happened in your life and then shout, God, you're good. <laughs> hey! Oh, yeah! Even in the midst of difficult days and hard times and troublesome times and attacks of the enemy, the Lord is good! Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. Woo. Yes. He's good. He is good. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Mm. You got to let that marinate for a little while. Now, you might not be convinced right now. <laughs> Ooh, but just think about it. Yeah. Let it marinate in your spirit. The Lord is good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes, glory. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hmm. Oh, well, we greet you this morning in the name of our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. It's good to be in the house of worship this morning. Hallelujah. It's good to see your faces this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to be back in the tabernacle this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have missed my family here in the U.S. Praise the Lord. I've missed you all so much, and I thank the Lord for this opportunity uh, to be back in the house of worship this morning. I thank God for your prayers as I've traveled and ministered. Thank you for your support. I uh, thank you for your faithfulness. I praise the Lord for the congregation of people, our ministers and our elders, our leaders, who continue to do the work here as I do the work there, I engage in the work there. So I'm very grateful, very grateful to all of you. Uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience in Kenya and Uganda. It, it reminded me so much as I ministered for 10 days straight 
two and three times a day. At the end of the day, my body would be tired. I'd get back to my room, lay down on the bed and fall right to sleep. Get up the next morning, starting out again. But visiting the different churches reminded me so much of what I read in scriptures of Paul visiting the different churches to strengthen the saints. I just, I just saw God doing some amazing things as people sat under the word, were hungry for the word, and received the word of God with gladness of heart, was strengthened thereby. I'm still getting testimonies uh, from pastors of the effects of our time there in, in Kenya and Uganda. The church is still growing. I mean, I, I ministered at one church on Thursday. One later received Christ. On Sunday, seven more people came. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I, I ministered about how God is using technology, and I share the same message here for us to advance the kingdom. And then I get a text back the next week to say, Bishop, I led this person to Christ over the phone. I led that person to Christ. One person was not in Kenya, but in, in Sudan. Uh, his wife, they had moved to Kenya, but he had gone home to Sudan. And she was in the service on that Sunday when I ministered. And the pastor talked to the husband on the phone over by that Saturday, by the next sometime that next week, and led him to Christ. And then her family lived in another part of, 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 of Bengoma and called him to come to their house to minister to them because they wanted to accept Jesus. And just, just thanking the Lord from the taxi driver to the, to the armor bearer to everybody, how God used, uh, how God's moved on people's lives and God is strengthening and raising up the church. And so we look forward to doing more work with them. The amazing thing is that in any of those, I think I ministered in nine churches. I think it was nine of our congregations. We actually, we actually have, I think, 16 to 17 churches between that area of Kenya and Uganda where we're working. And in every church, except maybe the headquarters church, you could only find about four Bibles in the whole congregation for Bibles, you know, but the people are hungry for the word. And as I talked to them and ministered to them about studying the word, I realized how important it is for us to get Bibles to them so that they can study. Uh, and I encourage them to get together in groups, find somebody with a Bible and get together, read the scriptures together, go over the scriptures together, study what your pastor teaches together until you got a Bible in your house. Amen. So after I come back from this next mission, and uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna buy Bibles, not just T.O.P., but uh, all of us that are connected, we'll buy Bibles for every church there that we are, that we are part of, that we, are, that we cover. A Swahili Bible only costs $7.36. So write $7.36 down and think about in the next month how many Bibles you want to buy. Yeah, yeah. $7.36. Amen. That's not very much. You go to, go to uh, Chick-fil-A and buy a meal, you're going to pay $8 and something. 
Amen. So I thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go on into the Word. Let me say, and I, and I didn't send an email out, and I was thinking coming along the way that maybe I should have, but one of the things I've said over and over again is that if you don't receive a new directive from me, then the old directive stands. So regardless of whether the, the government or the CDC has removed the mass mandate and social distancing, we will maintain that in the congregation. Amen for a while. Everybody has not been vaccinated. Um, some people don't want to be vaccinated. Uh, but let's maintain our mask mandate and social distancing. Eventually, this is going to get to the point that we can move beyond this. Amen? I'm just thankful to see the number of you who are in worship today. I want to um, go into the Word this morning, uh, Acts chapter 2. And, and let me say, as I, as I begin to minister, I put my, my, my shoes on that I wore on the mission field and I think it has some revelation in it because I still have dust from Kenya on my shoes. So, so, so I got to stay in the vein that I was in while I was in Kenya. Amen. In Uganda. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Actually, I just took them out of the suitcase the other day because I'm about to go back out on the field again. So be in prayer with me. Acts chapter 2 and share a very familiar word with you this morning, but there's a purpose, there's a purpose in this word, amen? There's a purpose in this word, uh, and if you don't catch it, I'll share it with you uh, at the end, uh, all right? So Acts chapter 2, I'm going to begin at verse 40. Uh, with many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I want to talk about moving the kingdom agenda forward. Moving the kingdom agenda forward. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it does not return to you void, but it accomplishes all that you desire. It accomplishes all that you desire, and you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you for what your word will accomplish in our lives. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray as we ask you for a fresh anointing of your spirit now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I seem a little loud right now for me, just a little bit. So if you adjust me a little bit, that'll help me as I go along the way and Pay attention to me as I need you to take me back up. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
moving the kingdom agenda forward. Hallelujah. Now, I said this is not a, a strange word. It's not a new word, but the Lord began to deal with, was dealing with me about some things over these last two weeks since I've been home. Maybe it started while I was in Kenya because I did minister a lot on the kingdom and, and, the, and the importance of understanding the kingdom. I think that I've ministered that enough here for us to understand what the kingdom of God is. Uh, but the, 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 pressing, the pressing issue is moving the agenda forward. Amen. That's the pressing issue. Uh, I thank the Lord for the word last Sunday that dealt with glitches in our systems and our souls. Thank you, Minister Smalls. Amen. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we, we, if we don't get past those glitches, then we don't put ourselves into the kingdom work like we should. And we're always focusing in on who we are not and what we don't have and what we can't do without focusing on what God has called us to do. Uh, our ministers and, and many of you will probably remember me saying somewhere along the way, because I, I found out that, that many of you pay close attention to what I say. You've heard me talk about a book that I read in seminary, and I went to seminary many years ago, uh, that was called uh, The Wounded Healer. Yeah, and, and the essence of that book is that we're wounded, but in the midst of our wounds, God uses us to bring healing to other people. So God doesn't always wait until we're completely healed before he uses us. And we have to understand that, amen, rather than waiting to, and that never happens because you already know that some of you have been waiting 50 years and still have some of the same issues. Maybe if you allow God to use you in the midst of your issues, <laughs> you might get delivered. Praise the name of Jesus. While you're waiting to, to start being used, uh, you know, get, get involved. None of us are perfect people. I think the church has put forth the image that we have to be perfect before we can, before we can tell anybody anything, you know. And you've even heard people preach, uh, you can't tell me anything about that because you ain't until you walked in my shoes. Well, that's not the truth. That is not the truth because we preach the word of God and we preach what Jesus said. And he, he is our great high priest, amen. And he has been through, he has been tempted in every manner like we are, yet he was without sin. So we can tell you what the Lord said, amen. I don't have to wallow in mud to know that mud will get you dirty. I don't have to wallow in mud to know that in that mud, there's some bacteria. Amen. There's just some things that you know. Amen. And then there are things that come forth from revelation. But we've, we've put forth the wrong image. Amen. And, and so God has been dealing with me about moving this kingdom agenda forward. I shared with our ministers, uh, and this came out of the mission trip, that, you know, there are some things that we need to put in place. Minister Small said this, and we've said this, and I don't like to keep referencing people, but that's okay, Minister Smalls. I remember that message last Sunday. Amen. That, you know, God has, this, is, this church is packed with a lot of gifts and abilities. It's packed. Amen. It's not just a few people that you see in front of you. It's throughout this congregation. God has gifted this congregation. And the other thing that, that, that 
that, that I don't know if people really understand, and, and we're not the only church like this, but, but God has put a solid theological foundation in this ministry. Amen. And, and we're building on that foundation. So then we're not just a church that gets happy off of God is good all the time. We know God is good, and we studied his goodness. You know, we're not just the people that get happy off of he's all right. No, we don't care for that. No, we want some word. And we want some solid word. We, we don't need the moaning. We don't need, we can, we can dance. We can dance off of in the beginning God created. Because we know when we're in the created, we're in that process that he created us. And he's still in the process of working in and through our lives to make us what we ought to be. So we don't need the tune to shout. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'd rather hear the word and shout off of the music. Amen. So God has blessed us. And, and so, so the Lord is dealing with me about moving this kingdom agenda forward. And not just with people who, who we think in our minds are, are anointed and so anointed and so equipped that they can do all of this work. No, God wants you. God wants that person that's been sitting down doing nothing, waiting on some, 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 waiting on him to zap them from heaven and knock them up out of their seat and waiting on him to give them some, some, some uh, uh, wonderful revelation that nobody else has so they can stand up and be a wonder. This is not about being a wonder. Ministry is not about being a wonder. Amen. Ministry is about serving the Lord. Ministry is about serving the Lord through serving people. Amen. So, so God is dealing with me about moving this kingdom agenda forward. Moving this kingdom. I, all, for the last two weeks, I was working on a message that was entitled, What Kind of Person Do You Want to Be? And last night, God said, no, you ain't preaching that. And I said, Lord, I ain't ready to preach anything else. And the Lord reminded me, you just came off of the mission field. There were times that you, had, you were called on at the last minute to preach, and you stood up, and when you stood up, I stood up in you, and I preached. Amen. And I want you to get a lesson out of that. Amen. There were times my body was just warm. I was zapped. I was pulling myself up out of the bed in the morning, you know, taking a shower, going to eat breakfast, you know, getting in the car, going to minister. And that was, that felt like there was no strength in my body. But every time I stood up, amen. I walked in the house one day, there, there was a house church and I, we drove up on the yard. The bishop said, we're going for fellowship. You know, of course, and I shared this. You know, here, when you say fellowship, you're talking about what? Eating. <laughs> we ate. <laughs> we ate, but we ate after the preaching. <laughs> so all these people inside of that little house, and they were praising, and they were dancing, and, they, you know, they were just giving God praise. And then he stood up and said, we thank God that we're here, and, some, 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 and now we're going to have a word from Bishop Jackson. I said, Lord. And all along in my spirit, I was saying, I don't want to preach, Lord. I don't want to preach. I mean, I was literally saying that. I said, I'm hoping this man doesn't call me to preach. Let him give some words. No. Then I had to repent because the Lord reminded me that I was there on assignment. And my assignment was to preach the word. So regardless of how I felt in my body, 
Amen. I had an assignment to preach the word. I want you to get a lesson out of that because there are times you don't feel like doing what God's called you to do, but there's an assignment on your life, and it's not about your feeling. Amen. This does not just work when it, when you're dealing with sickness and trouble. It works for ministry. It is not about your feeling. It is about the assignment that's on your life, and when you avail yourself to the Lord, the Holy Ghost stands up in you. Amen. He is your power. Glory to God. Amen. He is the speaker. He is the teacher, and he begins to pour out revelation. He begins to bring back to your remembrance all of the things he's taught you that applies to the situation at hand. You're not preaching for Genesis to Revelation. The Holy Ghost will make you direct. The Holy Ghost will bring the word out of you that will fit that situation because he knows the situation. He has set the situation up. Glory to the Lord set that up. Gave me the word to minister in the midst of it. Young man said to me, he said, oh, Bishop, this young, he's a young man, very, very fine young man. I enjoyed him. He was like my armor bearer. He said, oh, Bishop, he said, every time you stood up, your, 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 your energy level rose. I said, that was the Holy Ghost. Wasn't my energy level. That was the Holy Ghost. Amen. We have to be careful what we claim for ourselves. Amen. We got to give glory to whom glory is due. Amen. So let me go on into this word. I probably shared a whole lot of it, but I'm going to share more of this later because there's a purpose in this message. Amen. Moving the kingdom agenda forward. The prerequisite, prerequisite, and all of us know this, the prerequisite for kingdom work and all we do in the kingdom. Oh, let me back up. You know what the kingdom is, right? What is the kingdom? What is the kingdom? What? What is the kingdom? What is the kingdom? Lord have mercy. Y'all just got on Facebook Live. Y'all not answering me correctly. The kingdom of God is the rule of the Lord Jesus Christ in the hearts and lives of all who believe and follow him. The rule and the reign. You might say, we are, yes, but is the Lord ruling in your heart? You see, everybody in the church, the Lord doesn't rule in their hearts. That's why there's a difference in the church and the kingdom. Jesus said the kingdom does not come with observation. It is not here nor there. You can't say there's a geographical boundary to the kingdom. But wherever those people are who've submitted to the rule and the reign of the Lord Jesus Christ in their hearts, that's where the kingdom is. And you know that. Amen. You know that. So the prerequisite, the prerequisite for all that we do in the kingdom is being saved and submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when we start talking about moving the kingdom agenda forward, there may be people, may be people who want to join in, but they're not saved. Salvation is a prerequisite. You know, when you go to college, there are certain courses that are prerequisites to other courses because you're not ready for the, the higher course yet. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Salvation, a personal, a personal, a personal belief in and acceptance of and submission to the Lord Jesus Christ as Messiah, as Messiah and his finished work uh, on the cross of Calvary. Amen. So if you are saved, if you are saved, how many people in here today are saved? Amen. If, if you are saved, I'm talking to you. All right. I am talking to you. I'm talking to me too, but just in case you think that I wasn't talking to you, I'm talking to you. All right? You got that? <laughs> if you are saved, 
God is the one who saved you, all right? Not by the will of flesh, not by the will of man, not by blood, but by the will of God, amen? Uh, but God not only saved you, God has anointed you. So this goes beyond just being salvation and being, being saved and being in the church. God has anointed you, and God has deposited in you an endowment of his spirit. Amen? That deposit is for the here and the now. Can everybody say now? Amen. I want somebody to make a T-shirt, and I want you to put on that T-shirt now, I am a now woman, and on the other one for the men, I am a now man, now in capital letters. So every time you wear that T-shirt, you're going to remember that word now. This is not for later. Tell your neighbor, oh. <laughs> Lift, say in the air, this is not for later. This is for now, 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 now. And half the year has gone by. We're, uh, we're almost at the end of May. What have you been doing for the kingdom? How have you been advancing the kingdom? This is for now, now, now. So there is a deposit in each one of you. Am I correct? This is what, is it 1 Corinthians 12 and 7? says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of us. Am I at the right verse? Yep. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Now to how many? To how many people? What does it say? How many people? Each one. Are you in the, included in each one? You said you were saved. So that, that means then the manifestation, the endowment, the, uh, the deposit of the Holy Spirit has been given to you. For what purpose? Are y'all looking in the Bible? Talk back to me. For the common good, for the good of all of us. Now, the common good also includes uh, advancing the kingdom. Okay? So we're not just being built up so we can walk around in the church, you know, and, and we, we, we're muscle men and women, you know, showing off our bodies to one another or showing off our gifting to one another. You understand? It's for the common good, which includes winning others to Jesus and building them up, making them disciples as well. This whole process, everything that God has been doing for in us and through us is for the advancing of the kingdom, you know? And as I say that, you know, sometimes today we're wondering, well, who can I witness to? Well, you know, I wonder how many of us take advantage of the fact that we do have social media and we have access to people online, friends and family online that don't know Jesus, we have telephones. Just like the pastor in, in, in Kenya called me the other day and said, you know, I've led this person to Christ over the phone. I've led that person to Christ over the phone. I got a call to go to this house. You know, you know, how many of us are using these means to share Jesus with someone else? Or using these means to help people who are struggling in their faith? You know, we're studying, and, and, and it still does baffle me. I thank the Lord that in our Wednesday night class, we have about 13 to 15 people that, that join us online, but it baffles me how, how God took us out of the sanctuary, made it easy for us to come together and study on social media, but yet we still have so few people who join in. 
you know, and I don't know why. You know, I know people have different schedules, and you have this Zoom meeting and that Zoom meeting, the other Zoom meeting. You know, but you got to think about this. With all of these Zoom meetings you have, there's one thing that's very important. Make time for the kingdom. And make time to sit under the teaching of your house. Amen. Amen. Because this is the house you are part of. You know, these lessons that we have been studying have been so rich and so meaningful and so, 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 so enlightening, you know, to equip us, to make us better. Because you're not just learning for yourself. You're not just studying this so you can know it. I mean, you're studying this so God can use you, you, so, so that your manifestation, your deposit, the endowment of the Holy Ghost that's been given to you can be polished, can be enhanced, can be built up, amen, so that you can be used for his glory. God wants to use you, and he wants to use you when? Yeah. So what he's given you is for the advancement of his kingdom. And it doesn't have to be at Walmart. It could be with your child. It could be with your grandchild. It could be with your aunt, your uncle. You know, somebody, somebody that doesn't know Christ, someone that's struggling in their faith, someone that's weak in their faith, somebody that's, that's, that's off in their thinking. Because a lot of people are off in the way that they think about God, about Jesus, the way that they think about trials and troubles and tribulation. And God has placed you in their way so that he can use you to advance his kingdom. Because everyone that you win, everyone that you uh, uh, clarify things to, everyone that you have grow, help grow in the Lord, you're advancing the kingdom. You're advancing the kingdom. Amen? You may not see it with your natural eye. It's not for you to see. It's for you to obey the Lord. Amen? The Lord sees when his kingdom advances. You don't have to see it. Amen? You just need to be obedient. That's all you need to do. Be obedient. God will take care of the rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, let me say this, you know, and, and remember, I'm coming back to this, all right? It might be next Saturday, but I'm coming back to this, all right? God wants to use you as you. Amen. God doesn't want you to be me. You can't be me. You can learn from me. There's some things that I say and do that you might like and you might mimic, but you're not me. You're not me. God wants to use you for you. Kijan, God wants to use you for you. Amen. Jasmine, God wants to use you for you. Jaden, God wants to use you for you. Even at your young ages, God wants to use you. And he doesn't want you to try to be me because you can't be me. Amen. We see this in the church. We've seen this in the church. People trying to be someone else. You see somebody you like, you know, and, 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 and you see them on television and, you know, and they're doing all this stuff and they got, they got this thing on their head and, 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 and they're walking around with this and then, then you go and you get yours. And here you are up in the pulpit trying to be somebody else. Be you. Amen. Amen. There is a uniqueness about you. 
God created you as a unique individual, amen, with a unique personality. And through your personality, God will use you to reach other people. Don't try to be anybody else because you can't be anyone else. So what you do is you discover the gifts that God has given you. And you study those gifts. You get all of the knowledge you can about that particular gift. And you polish that gift. Amen. You know, you, you, you got a new house. You don't let the house run down. You take care of it. You clean it. Amen. You dust it. You know, you mop it. You sanitize it. You paint the outside. You polish it up. You keep it looking nice because you appreciate the gift. So you discover that gift and you you polish that gift, all right, that God has given you, all right? You improve your knowledge level. You improve your skill level. You improve your ability to communicate, all right? Because God is going to use you. You don't have to be anybody else. Just improve on you. And all of us can be, all of us can improve ourselves. We can. We can can polish up the way that we talk. You know, you're going to go on the mission field, all right? You're going to go and minister in a different culture. You can't go over there sounding like somebody that came, came out of South Carolina or any other southern state. Because people will not understand what you are saying. So you improve your communication skills. Amen. Not that you're trying to be someone else, but you got to communicate to people so that they understand you. So you learn English. You over there trying to talk. We don't talk about Ebonics anymore. But anyway, your slang is not going to make it. People don't know what you're talking about. A lot of times when I'm, 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 I'm ministering and using an interpreter helps because I, will, I might say something, and I don't do this often, but I'll catch myself because sometimes we don't pronounce words clearly. It's just a southern slang. You know, if you pay attention to accents, uh, if you pay attention to people from, from the northeast, many times they are more... They, they pronounce words better than we do in the South. There's something about our tongue and the way we slang words and slide words and talk out of, our no, out of our noses. And I'll catch myself and I'll have to repeat what I say because I realize that I just slid into that word. And the interpreter didn't catch what I was saying because I slid into it like we like to do. We don't say like, we say lack. But in the South, you understand. I lack that. Just think about your slang. Improve. Amen. Improve. Improve on your communication skills. Praise the name of Jesus. I praise the Lord for Jonathan and all the writing he did on words and how you the right word. See, I just used one. Higher. How you. How we. Not higher. Amen. We, we slide into these words. We, we've been raised that way. But you have to start hearing. 
So you improve. You want to improve your gifts and your abilities and your skills so that you can minister more effectively. But still, that does not make you not being you. You know, you deal with it. We, we've heard from some of our school children, when our children do well, that others say, you're just trying to be white. Well, if being white means excelling, you need to be white. If being white means passing your course, be white. Don't listen to that foolishness because it's not about being white. It's about excelling in all that you do. It's about putting forth your best effort in all that you do because your life goes beyond 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th, and 12th grade. Amen. And you want to excel in life. You want to do well in life. So forget that foolishness. And if any parent ever hears their child or grandchild say something like that to someone else, they need to correct them right then and right there. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, when you look at the scriptures, Joshua, Joshua could never have been Moses. Joshua was unique. Joshua had to be Joshua. God had to use Joshua in Joshua's body. Amen? Elijah could not have, Elijah could not have been Elijah. There may have been similarities. He learned from his father, but he was a different person. And that's all the Lord is saying to us. That's all the Lord is saying to us. Amen? And, 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 and so, since I'm going to come back to this, I'm going to I'm going to uh, skip some of this because actually I was preparing this for a teaching session, not a preaching session. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and since I'm talking about that, I don't know what this is in the message, but I need to say this. You see, God wants you to be simply you. Simply you. What do you mean, Bishop? Well, you know, we got this thing in the church where we got to, <laughs> we got to look holy. We got to look anointed. The church created this now. The Bible didn't create it. The, it's not in the Bible. It wasn't Apostle Jesus. <laughs> the Bible says he came in the likeness of a man. That meant he walked around just like you and me. You know, they didn't wear short pants back in those days, but if they did, he probably would have worn short pants. In the likeness of a man. So, so that wasn't a halo around Jesus. You got these folk walking around and seem like they got a halo around their head. And so you get saved and you think that the only way God is going to use you is that you got to walk around looking holy. Your so <laughs> and you got to pray a certain way, you know. You know, we grew up in the church, you know, and 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 those old deacons, they could they could tune. You know, it's something about the the black culture and and the sing song way of doing things. And it's, it sounds good and it feels good, you know. But some of those people didn't have a tune. So they just had to pray. And if you, if you ever heard a preacher try to preach and hoop and didn't have a tune, wasn't musical, that was an awful, that was an awful sound. It was an awful sound. I still can't modulate. Mr. Smalls hadn't taught me that. Carlton said he was going to help me one time. I just gave up. 
Let me get, I start at this level, I go to that level, I'm going to stay at that level. But some preachers, they can go. They can modulate. And then we get caught up in the modulation. And they get up in that, and they, after they got to that peak, the church is just torn up. Folk done jumped across the pew, <laughs> knocked the seats down, slapped somebody up beside the head, stepped on somebody's toe, and left the church, had nothing but a feeling, and maybe a hurt toe, because they didn't have any word. No, you don't, God wants to use you simply, you. Simple, simple, simple. Don't try to be deep. Don't, no, 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 don't try to be deep. Especially if you ain't deep. And what does deep mean? I'm talking about being deep in the word. You know, if you cannot, uh, you cannot explain the hypostatic union, don't be on the telephone trying to talk to somebody about you can't pronounce the word. Hopper, hopper. Simply you on the level where you are. We want to make this thing so difficult. You know, and, and we sit back because I, I can't do this like Bishop. I can't, I can't do this like Minister Smalls. I can't, I can't do this like Elder Hoskins. I can't do this like Jonathan. I can't. No. Simply you. Simply. Simply you. That's all God wants. That's all God wants. He wants to use you. Because the kingdom agenda has to move forward. We're kind of like at a standstill. You know, we're ever learning and it seems like we're never coming to the knowledge of the truth. You know, there are few people who get engaged and then we still have that, that mentality that once a person starts studying the Word of God, the next step for them is to be a minister. Oh, when are they going to preach their first sermon? That's the mentality in the church. And then so we shy away from getting deep into the Word because we don't want to preach. But you are a proclaimer of the gospel. You are a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you study the book of Acts and they preached the word, all they did was proclaim. They proclaimed the word. You are a proclaimer. You don't have to have a title to be a proclaimer. No. You proclaim at your house. You can proclaim at your job. You can proclaim wherever you are. You tell the story about Jesus you are, in a simple way. There are too many of us who want to be like, not just be somebody, we want to be like, I can't do it like that, so I can't do anything. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah. And where are you going to start at? In your house. Do you realize that the church would be better if our homes were better? If we lived and taught the precepts of the scriptures at home, that would make the fellowship of believers better. And it would make the community of faith better. And it would make the society better. So you don't start ministering the gospel when you get called to preach. 
Any parent, you got to know that your greatest ministry is in your house. Yeah. There's no sense in a wife. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed because I thought about something that, that someone said to me one time oh, when I was pastoring at Fishing Creek. I, I went to this particular family. So I used to go to her house, all, their house all the time. And, and, and uh, and by they, you know, those old people take good care of me because they love me. They did. They took good care. I didn't have to cook. If I wanted breakfast, some people's house, I just go to and eat breakfast. You know they, And so one day, uh, it was Sister Boaz's grandfather. He said to me, he said, "I'm glad when you come by because when you come by, my wife cook." <laughs> Hold on. But what, what's, what's, what's good in taking care of the pastor if you don't take care of your house? Not, not that she didn't take care of her home. She did. But I'm just saying. So you get called to preach. You got an anointing on your life to preach, and then you neglect your family. You can't do that. Our wife's first, our wife's first ministry is to her husband, and the husband's ministry to his wife, and then to the children. You're not ministering to your wife at home? Sit down. You ain't ministering your husband at home. Sit down. Sit down. Because that's your first ministry. You have an anointing, ladies, to be mothers. That's your anointing, to be a mother. You come up, up in the church and you got all of this anointing and your children running wild. I'm talking about your little children. Now, when they get big, you know, hopefully you've laid a foundation so that the Lord will bring them back. But you can't control your little children. And your, your anointing is for you up in the church. You need to sit down. You need to go back and rethink this thing because your first anointing is right there in that house. That's your ministry. Right there in that house. What did, what did, what did the Bible say about the bishops? Have his house under subjection. Because that's where we start at. Not in the church. Start at home. Not at home. So we start advancing the kingdom from right in the house. So now you begin to look at your ministry, and I'm going to wrap this up because this is a two-hour sermon. I told you I got the dust from the mission field on my feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to bring this back to the scripture in just a moment. But, um, yeah. So you, you, start, you start at home. You start at home in a simple way. And so when you begin to think about your deposit, the deposit of the Holy Ghost in you, what is my gift? Well, look at what you're good at. At home, in your life. What comes natural to you? If you, if you, if you like hosting people, that comes now. It's not a struggle for you to host people. You like cooking you like cleaning. That's not a struggle. You said, Lord, I don't want an anointing to clean now because that's how it works. Do you remember me telling you what my dream was when I was a child? To be a farmer. Yep, and I would go to town and I'd take my little allowance money and I would buy little animals, cows and horses and things like that. And the first house we lived in, you know, we were poor people, and there was a hole in the, in the front porch, and that was my little cow pasture. 
And I made that, and I would take care of my animals. Then what did God do? I wasn't looking to be a prophet. Amen. I wasn't looking to be an apostle. You know, you got these people walking around now, and the first thing they want to do is grab a title. I am apostle this, and I am prophet that. And the next thing is to do something, to send an offering. This is my cash app number, and I'll give you a word. And I have a prayer cloth, and I'll send you a prayer cloth, and you land on the sickness, and you'll be healed. What about the anointing of the Lord is on your life? Live in faith. Believe God. Lay hands on yourself. Plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. Believe God for your healing in your own life. You don't need to send me an offering to tell you that. Amen. I preach to you every Sunday, and I have never required you to send me an offering. And some of you ain't never sent one, but that's okay. <laughs> not many, not many. <laughs> hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. So we look at we look at this scripture in the early church. And I'm gonna wrap this up because really what I what I'm gonna do from this, from what the Lord gave me the other day, this Saturday morning, and I know we have all of these Zoom calls, but with all of the ladies at TOP, we're gonna do a Zoom call because we're gonna start talking about now women. Now, women. Amen. I'm not doing this all because some of you are already equippers. And you need to equip others. Some people need to be equipped. We're going to do the same thing with the men. Because we need to do, be doing this now. Now. So what did the early church do that gives us an example of moving the kingdom agenda forward? Simple. Real simple. Real simple. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They devoted themselves. When you are devoted to something, what does that make you do? You're faithful. You stay with it. You keep doing it. So, so if we are devoted to the teaching even if we can't make Wednesday night for those of us who are in the older group, it's always recorded. So we always go back and we listen to it because we're devoted to it. If we can't make Thursday night because it's always recorded, we go back and we listen to it because we're devoted. Sundays at, is it 1230? For our younger people, our teenagers, it's recorded. We're devoted. We're there when we have to be there. I know people are busy today. Zoom with work, Zoom has Zoomed us out. But you got to be devoted because to the apostles' teaching because this is about moving the kingdom agenda forward. We have to be careful in this because Satan takes advantage of situations and distracts us from those things that are most important. There's nothing more important than someone getting saved. There's nothing more important than someone being strengthened in the, in the faith. There's nothing more important. Now, you think about this. Think about your child that you love dearly that may veer off track. Don't you want someone 
to, 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 don't you want someone to send God to, to your child, whatever that person may be doing, to send God to your child so that that person can witness to your child and pray for your child and lead, help get your child back on track? Because that's important. There is nothing more important. What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? There's nothing more important. So we got to get back to devoting ourselves. You may already know the thing. You can, I think part of the issue is we're intelligent people. We got the book. We can read it for ourselves. But those of us who are seniors in this thing, we found the value of coming together discussing what's in the book. Because God gives other revelation and other insight, and we learn to feed off of each other. And that's what we want you to do in the classes. But if, you don't, if you're not devoted, then we can't do that for you. And you don't benefit from the teachers that God has placed in our midst. They devoted themselves. They devoted themselves uh, to the apostles' teaching and to, the breaking, and to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to prayers. Okay, so they, they develop their interpersonal relationships. You know, it's so easy because we're always getting angry with somebody about something and this person is always offending somebody else and, you know, this person has this issue and this person has that issue and I don't like this person, I don't like that person and we don't realize what the devil is doing. The devil is breaking the fellowship. But we have to maintain the fellowship. We have to endeavor to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. That's our responsibility. So even though Jonathan may offend me, I got to love him anyway. And I got to work to kind of figure out a way so that, because see, see, it might be me. Mm. Sometimes we don't think about that. It's always the other person. I should have used Jonathan. I should have used Steve. But I can't use Steve because Steve gonna call me. He said, Pastor, I miss you. Pastor, when you coming home? <laughs> Pastor, the, the elders and ministers are okay, but but we want to hear your voice. You know how encouraging that is? Amen. Nah. <laughs> he might be something to deal with. <laughs> but I love him. Amen. Do you understand? It might be me. So while I'm looking at somebody else and while other people, even if, it's, it, if it is the other person, why did God place them in my life? There's something in me that needs to be dealt with, that needs to be sharpened. Yeah. To, and, to, and to prayer. And to prayer. And then they devoted themselves to this. So if we're going to advance the kingdom agenda, this is what we have to do. And what will God do? And I'm done. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So they were doing the work. They were proclaiming the gospel. God added to the church those who were being saved. So they weren't just even getting saved and stand outside. They were coming into the fellowship. I was standing in praise and worship this morning. The Spirit of the Lord said to me, there are people who've been watching this broadcast. <clears throat> they should be a part of this fellowship. 
So if you're listening to, listening to me now, I'm calling you in because the Spirit of the Lord has been dealing with you. This is the place you should be. This is where God has assigned you. What are you waiting for? Come. Come. Amen. Hallelujah. Moving the kingdom agenda forward. I'm going to talk more about this. Amen. Uh, and I'm going to work this because, uh, yeah, it's, it's been on my heart. I'm going to work this. We're going to equip each other. We're going to, we're going to have a rotation of people. So you're not wearing a few people out. It's going to come your time to stand up, come to the plate, and do whatever it is that God has anointed you to do. Use the deposit that God has placed inside of you for his glory, for the advancement of his kingdom. Let's stand. So, Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it does not, it does not return to you void, but it accomplishes all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you, Father, for what your word will accomplish in our lives as we commit ourselves and devote ourselves to moving the kingdom agenda forward. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. There's anybody this morning, uh, if you're not saved, as I look over the congregation, I see that uh, I think most people are saved, 99.9%. But if you're not, or if you've never publicly professed Christ as your Savior and your Lord, and even if you've never been baptized and you want to commit yourself to the Lord uh, and to his church so that you can be baptized, I want to give you that opportunity to come forward now. Yeah, come forward now. Amen. I want you to come now. Hallelujah. If there's anybody who would like to rededicate your life to the Lord, you've listened to this message. And the, the issue of advancing the kingdom agenda now has impressed upon your heart. You want to rededicate yourself to the Lord. Just lift your hand where you are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Does anybody listen to me online? You want to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to join with us in this prayer. Prayer of repentance. Prayer of faith. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. But I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me from my sin. Your death, the shedding of your blood, satisfied God's law that says the soul that sins shall surely die. You died in my place, Lord. Thank you for doing that. Now, Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I surrender myself to you. And I receive you as my Savior now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. 
If you prayed that prayer, there's something very similar to it. You know, it's by faith that you're saved. Amen? Not that you have to have the right formula. It's belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, acceptance of his salvation, his, his work on the cross. If you prayed that prayer and you asked Jesus to come into your life to save you from your sin, the Lord has done that. If that was the decision of your will. Now, what we would like for you to do is write to us. Let us know of the decision that you've made so that we can follow up with you. There's a place online there. If you're watching on Facebook, you can put it in the comment section. Someone is paying attention. They will get your information. Or you can go to our Facebook page, I mean, to our website, and there's a form that you can fill out so that we can follow up with you. And we, will, we want to help you grow. Don't just, not just get saved, but help you grow in the Lord and be the person that God wants you to be, to be a part of advancing the kingdom agenda in the earth realm. Amen. God bless you. I want to pray for all of you. Father, thank you for, for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it doesn't return to you void. And we keep reiterating that, Father, because it helps us remember the power of your word. Father, whatever people are going through in their lives right now, there are people that are sick in this congregation. There are attacks of the enemy that have come upon people's lives. But today, in the name of Jesus, you know each one of those individuals. I speak in the name of Jesus, healing in people's lives and people's bodies in the name of Jesus. I curse brain tumors in the name of Jesus. I curse uh, breast cancer in the name of Jesus. I curse cancer in the name of Jesus. I speak according to the authority of your word. By your stripes, we are healed. I plead the blood of Jesus right now over every sickness and against every disease. By the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, I cut it off at the very root in the mighty name of Jesus. And I speak healing today in the mighty name of Jesus. God, be glorified in each of our bodies. You said it your word that is as we believe no sickness will come nigh our dwelling we stand upon that today in the name of jesus your desire for us is that we prosper and be in health and be in health even as our souls prosper and as our souls prosper we speak that we are healthy people we are whole people mentally physically spiritually you are making us whole in the name of jesus in the name of jesus I pray for every household. I pray for your peace that passes all understanding to rest in every household today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for that child that's wayward. I pray for that child whose mind has gone in the wrong direction. I pray, God, for that husband, that wife who are headed in the wrong direction. I call them back to you now in the name of Jesus. Father, by your mighty power, by your divine power, we claim our seed in the name of Jesus. We claim our seed in the name of Jesus. Uh, the devil shall not have our seed. Hallelujah. We speak deliverance. We speak wholeness. We speak victory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In every household, we speak victory. In every household, we speak victory over the enemy. We speak victory over the enemy. The devil is defeated. Hallelujah. You are exalted, Lord. The devil is defeated. You are exalted. You are exalted. You are exalted, Lord. We give you praise today. We give you glory. We give you honor today because you are exalted in the heavens and in the earth. 
You are the sovereign God. You reign supreme. You reign alone. We are seated together with you in heavenly places. God, thank you. Thank you for the victory that you've given to us in Christ Jesus. It's in Jesus' mighty name. Pray we thank you. Amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.